It's Elite POV. Coming live to your area on Twitch.tv. We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. Just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Good morning, Elite POV. I'm not going to do Good Morning Elite because that show doesn't exist anymore. But good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Elite POV right here on twitch.tv slash Elite POV and youtube.com slash Elite POV where it's podcast time. And you know what that means. It's time to talk about AEW. And I'm joined today by, as always, oof. It's going to be a rough one. It's, I, and this is reason, I guarantee this is the reason why we or I stopped doing these episodes because I fumble with my words more in the morning than I, I, than I do at night. That's why you need... Oh, trust this. me. And Maggie's in the chat. Maggie, remember when I sent you this picture <laughs> the other day? She was confused. She's like, Kyle, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't live here. <laughs> Um, but yes, I have a Tim Hortons coffee. If anyone on the, any audio listeners, yes, I will send you that coffee. I'll get on that. I'll be in touch with you. Um, but yes, like I go back to my intro now. Welcome to Elite POV. My name is Kyle Masters. I'm your one of your hosts of Elite POV. Joined by one of my co-hosts, she is 10 star Jackie R. Jackie Rodriguez. Buenos dias, everybody. Buenos um, dias. Almost Buenos Tardes because it's almost Buenos the afternoon. What? It's <laughs> I said it's almost a good afternoon. Is that how you um, say it in in Spanish? In Espanol. Espanol. Yes. Say it again. Hang on. Say it again. Buenos Tardes. 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 Which, which, oh, tardes, which, oh my tardes. God. My Spanish. I'm going to apologize on behalf of my ancestors, my Puerto Rican ancestors, because my Spanish is basura trash is that what that means it is, ba- is basura trash basura is like garbage yeah okay well it's, it's garbage that was one thing i wasn't basura this week was dynamite and rampage which we'll get into in this episode but uh most importantly jackie how are you i am doing great um i have to say though usually i'm not always the best at staying up for rampage so having to stay up to watch Rampage and take my notes and do all of that stuff like diligently was a challenge. Um, and I realized that at my ripe old age, your ripe old age, my ripe old age of 34, um, I hope you're thinking about I, retirement. I, can't, I, I, I can't hang, man. <laughs> it was a tough week. And, how's, that, uh, uh, how's that retirement plan coming along these my days? My 401k <laughs> yeah, is, uh, you know, bu- building up and... Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking into uh, my senior citizens' homes now and stuff like that. Looking, I'm just you know, looking out for you. Places to play. I'm looking for places to play right. bingo and, okay. uh, you know. I'll come over and play checkers, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll have a good time. Just, just you know, make sure you look out for me, Kyle. You can tell me about the old days and how this used to be better and start yelling at kids on skateboards on the sidewalk. You know, you're getting there. You're no, almost there. So, you're well, like on a... On a funny side note, didn't you hit me with something the other day where you were like, well, you're older than me. Shouldn't you know about Oh, this? I thought you meant like I physically, I'm like, what did I hit you with? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up something at the Chicago. Do you remember when you Bro, hit me with a skateboard? You remember and- <laughs> when you freaking physically assaulted me? No, <laughs> I think we were talking about, um, oh, Happy Days, the show Happy Days. And you were singing the the theme song, and I had oh, right. I think I was sidetracked about something, and then you were like, well, shouldn't you know about this? You're older than me. And I was like, Kyle, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not that much older than you. Damn. Hey, um, uh, hey, that was that was that was less worse than what I said to you on Wednesday. When you 
you first got into the chat to watch Dynamite, but we won't. I don't think we'll radiate no, no, no. what I said. Don't, don't, don't or else people are gonna go, "Oh, you're canceled." <laughs> but we're we're good friends. We can joke like that. No, we we know and and love and appreciate. It was each just other. I caught like, Jackie. It's a little humor amongst straight friends. off guard. She had no idea I was gonna go with that. <laughs> like she joins the chat. I think, oh, hey Kyle, you ready for Dynamite? And then she she says online, and I say a line. She's like, Kyle. <laughs> Actually, I said F you, Kyle. Oh, that's what you did. It was yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. And she gave me but the it's, F you. It's yeah. all in love. Yeah. But <laughs> we we have a good time. We It's all love here. But yeah, it's a Saturday morning episode of Elite POV. Unfortunately, Hawks took over my life this week. So and being yeah, producer hoot. Canadian. Yeah. It sucks. Like, I really wish we didn't have busy lives and we can nail down one. Like, if we had, if this was a business, we'd be able to nail down a day each and every single week, but we don't get paid. <laughs> so podcast is more freelance this way. So, and you know, for some of you, this is a perfect time. Cause for some of you that listen that are overseas, this is great for you. <laughs> this is, yes, we have some of our overseas <laughs> listeners over here, which I love. We have Maggie, Carrie, uh, Jermaine. Yeah. Fantastic. I love, Cause usually I love it's like midnight or like 1am when we're usually live, <laughs> which I, that kind of sucks. We'd love y'all yeah. having y'all in here. I can't do the hand heart thing. I'm bad at it, so I don't even do them. I just I just don't make an attempt at doing them. Anyways, hope you guys are all doing fantastic. We're going to talk about some AEW this week. It's been an interesting week. Very, very interesting week in the world of news with AEW, Jackie. Oh, has it ever been? Now, oh I'm specifically talking about the CM Punk situation again. It always seems like every week something comes out. God, right? here we go again. Something comes out. I'm just like, I I don't really want to dig too much into it. Basically, what I want to say is, okay, so like the elite are most likely back from what we saw in Dynamite this week, right? Right. But what gets me is what comes out of that story. More like more has now come out of that, but of what actually happened, and it really like made me sit there and go like. Why wasn't this said in the beginning? Like, why all of a sudden now, it's now we find out that Larry got smacked in the face with the door. <laughs> like, oh why would, like, what, for what reason was that not information shared at that time? Because that seems like a very important piece of information. Because at first, we didn't even know what Kenny Omega was doing there. We didn't find out until a couple weeks after that he was there. He, he grabbed Larry and ran him out of the room to save him, right? So we didn't even know that part until a couple weeks after. Now we're finding out like almost over a month later that Larry got hit in the head with a door. <laughs> it's like, why wasn't this information shared at that point? See, there's like different approaches to this because some people are saying that the reason why that information didn't come out initially is because, you know, people were closed mouth about it because it was pending investigation and, and some things weren't allowed to be said allegedly as adam says in the chat which by the way i want to just take a quick break to say happy birthday to adam who is our oh our happy birthday here. adam feliz cumpleaños feliz cumpleaños <laughs> come on kyle you can say it in french you don't have to like say uh, it in bon fact. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yes happy birthday adam um, but yes, allegedly they say that it's because it was pending investigation. They couldn't say it. But some things were being sung about like canaries in the beginning, you know, during the investigation. Canaries, so how come those say. things, how come those things were able to be spoken about? And you would think that something that big would have been said in the beginning. Um, and we would have known at least something about it. And now all of a sudden, you know, and then I feel like the story from Punk's side of things, has changed a handful of times. The door got kicked open, then it didn't get kicked open, and then it did get kicked open. I'm like, so which one is yeah. it? So it becomes very hard to, like, sit there and say, like, 100%, like, how do I believe any of this if one side of this, like, if one person's side has changed several times, but then the other side of it hasn't changed at all? Right. It's just like, I don't know. I'm so, oh, I'm so over this. You know what? I can't. Poor Larry, though. That dog didn't deserve getting his head crushed by the door. Oh, my God. You that's know? a hor- That It's a horrible thought. Like, if, yeah. if that is, in fact, true, 
I like animals are so innocent. Animals don't ask to get involved in any of this. And, you know, God forbid if that is true and Larry was hurt. Yeah. Poor Larry. I don't condone and any animals getting injured or anything like that. It's very unfortunate. But my God, when all is said and done, I just want this freaking whole fiasco to be over set over and done with so we can stop talking about this. Well, it looks like CM Punk's time with AW is over because follow reports have shown he they're pretty much working on the buyout and ninety percent of the roster don't want him there and say he's a nightmare to deal with backstage. So don't think he's gonna be back. Really don't think he's gonna be back, but we'll see again. Like I said, I said it on the last show. You never know. One <sighs> week things could work out, they sit down, you know what I mean? Shake hands, say they're sorry's, and then he's back on TV. We don't, we don't know. Right? Yeah, just gotta wait and see. But it just, it's. I just, I wanted just to bring it. I didn't really want to bring it up, but I'm like, hey, I have to bring it up because, like, why did that part of the story not get set up until now? <laughs> it just doesn't make like. Yeah, no, you, if see if that's to. why Omega went in there to to take Larry out because he got hit with the door and he wanted him out of there. You know what I mean? Saved him. Why wasn't that not said at that time as to why? Like, all it was said at that time was Omega got Larry out of there to to save from getting hit from the the scruffle that was happening, right? The scruffle. I don't know how to call it. Whatever they were, the childish roughhousing. Yes. Anyways. Um, or not, not really much else news-wise. It's been a pretty slow week. Um. I really don't can't really think of anything off the top of my head that's happened this week that I really don't want to talk about. Um, full gears in a couple of weeks. We're getting close. We're going to be there again. My shirt Hi. came in this week. It's actually up there. It's right up there. Um, Mine is over in my living room. It came out really nice. We did like a concert style t-shirt for our full gear shirt, guys. We did like the logo on the front and on the back. It's concert style. has a list and dates of the, the shows we went to. Really cool. I love how it came out. Um but yeah, AEW this week, Dynamite was, I thought it was a great episode of Dynamite. Um, it flowed pretty well. It kind of flowed almost the same as last week's. And then uh, we got some uh, some interesting tidbits out of this week too because uh, out of this week, Jericho is now going to face a former, again, he's, he's doing this storyline with uh, going through the former Ring of Honor champions. Who be tweeting before Dynamite last week is Adam Cole. And I don't know if he's tweeting because he's close to a return and this is a great time for him to return because the elite is basically, we'll talk about the elite stuff in a minute here, but I wonder if it's going to, I know there, I've seen other names be thrown around as to who people think Jericho is going to be facing next week. Um, yeah, I've seen PCO. I've seen, um, oh, I saw another name is bugging me. Someone will probably say it in the chat, but I've seen other names get thrown around that it, who am people I keep bringing up Nigel McGuinness. Like that's like a true, like, like, I don't know Nigel if that's going to happen for you, but like, uh, like people wishful thinking out here, but is that, I don't know. So like, it's, it's not the main event next week, right? I, am I lose? Is, is that match the main event next week? Like if that's the main event next week, it's gotta be Adam Cole. I don't know. Like as as soon as they brought up the graphic, I I I um because you um Phil and I had watched together, and I was like, is it really stupid of me to hope and pray that it's Adam Cole? Like I don't know what his um injury status is at this point, but mm -hmm. it's just like I'm dying to see Adam Cole come back, and you know with that cryptic tweet that he put out, yeah, I'm like Adam Cole, that cinnamon roll of, of a human being. As wholesome as he is, that I'm like cinnamon just, roll. He's a cinnamon roll of a human being, and okay. you know those who, if you know, you know, he's just a wholesome human being. And I'm like, I just want him to come back so bad. Um, you know, you're if, like if you're like he, William Regal. Oh, Adam Cole, you cinnamon roll, you. Well, <laughs> I see, just want I'm to eat you up, and <laughs> rub some cream on you. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying it in a flirtatious it's a icing way. sugar. <laughs> oh God, not not like see. I'm not saying it in a, like in a flirtatious way. I just mean like he's just he's so sweet. He's just like so. I don't know. He's just wholesome. Mm. I don't know how else to describe it. But I just like I miss him so much. I think it's just a fantasy book. Is you back. want Adam Cole right in that spot? But uh, 
I like the idea also of him joining, looks like him joining the kingdom because clearly he doesn't have a faction when he comes back. on Speed Elite's not a thing anymore. You know, tear my eye went just there. But uh, again, and then what if they're going to do this kingdom versus elite thing? That's That could that could be a, a substitute for what they originally were going to do with the elite versus undisputed elite or paragon or whatever they were going to be called. Um, Your favorite name. And it, like he used to be in that faction. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? So I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But uh, speaking of the elite, we got an interesting video this week. Very, very interesting video. There were all these reports before Dynamite that the elite could be backstage. Someone said they saw Don Callis. And then it mm-hmm. was later revealed in the show that both Kenny and the Bucks were both backstage. Um, and then they were they do that video. That, that, that incredible video. And if you guys didn't see it, if anyone hasn't seen it, Go see. We're talking like Avengers Thanos type shit. That, like, and it's it's yeah, awesome because it goes through like periods of time with the elite, and then the voice fades away, and then the person of the elite in the in the photo like diminish. It was so well done, and it got me so hyped. And it just and it the best part is it left you with nothing. There was nothing at the end of it. It just faded out, and that was it. And it left you on the edge of your seat wanting more. And I'm like, this was so well done and perfectly placed and will now lead to a build until the elite come back. Now, what does the elite do when they come back? Do they do this whole kingdom versus elite thing right away? No, I'm guessing they, they're going, they're going to go straight back for those belts that they never lost. Technically never lost. They got stripped. And uh, I think they're going straight for the trios titles. As soon as they come back, maybe it's going to be at full gear. I would assume so. You got to get these guys back on TV right away. If they're, if this has been resolved, they were backstage last night. You get them back on TV as quick as possible. Don't slow build this crap. You need them back on TV right away to build up full gear. You need them back on TV. So I hope like next week we, I really hope it is next week that they're back on TV because that would be great. Two good weeks of build with the elite to build up the pay-per-view, right? So. Yeah. Oh my God. The vin uh, like that vignette was just so brilliantly done. Like they just snuck it in there. It was just casually like, oh, let, let's just drop this in here right before a commercial break. And I, I immediately went onto Twitter just to see everybody losing their collective minds. And my whole timeline was just everybody like, what the hell was that? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, I was on everybody that timeline. Just, I put what the and, hell was I put what the fuck was that? And everybody was just losing it. And I'm like, oh, my God, brilliantly done, because it's like it's just further cementing the fact that whether you like them or not, you can't deny the fact that without Kenny in the box, you have no AEW, plain and simple. And just the way that they edit, they casually like edited them out of these major moments. And it's just like it begs the question. It's like, do you really want to acknowledge the major impact that has been felt without them being there? And yeah, you're right. It's like when they come back, you kind of have to fast track them back into where they left off. You can't just do this like, okay, well, we're just going to like, you know, casually build Mm. them back up or whatever. No, strap the rocket. Let's let's go. Especially because Kenny had just come back from injury. Uh, That sucks. And you're like, you know, like, oh, my God, I I said this before on um, like a couple episodes back um, and it was no shade to the Bucks, but like Kenny's absence um, has been felt tremendously just because I had already missed him so much from the injury. And then he was back for a few weeks and then he was gone again. And I'm like, please just give me the freaking comeback that I was like dying for. Yeah. I need, I like, I can't like, I can't wait to see what they do, but I wonder if they're going to like play up a little bit of like bitterness, like from them, like, you know, for the fact that it's like, you know, you kicked us out. Like, you know, like, are they going to play up this whole, like, you know, did you miss us? Because yeah, and, this, well, they, I mean, they, this shit. Yeah. The logo right behind your head. They, it was in the, in the commercial where it showed the AEW logo and the E faded out. Right. Like basically yeah, saying there my, is no my, AEW without the elite. For you visual uh, uh, watchers, my big ass head is blocking the E right now. So Oh, stop. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Stop it, honey. Your, your head's the perfect size. Thanks, boo. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. So I can see that totally, Jackie. The the bitterness towards maybe they pulled a, 
it seems like TK doesn't mind people mentioning the boss's name or the boss in the back. So clearly it's it's a it's a heavily used quote in a lot of people's promos. That could be one of them. Um yeah, it's it's interesting to see how they do it cuz I think they can go two different directions with it. They they can go the let's fast track, let's get him back next week, build that pay-per-view. Or what if next week we get a similar promo but at the end this time, it's not the AEW logo that fades out. It's the Full Gear logo that fades out, signifying they're returning at Full Gear, something like that. And then that's how they kind of, you know, you can build the paper that way. It's like, oh, shit, the Elite's returning at Full Gear. Got to buy the pay-per-view. Got to watch the pay-per-view. What the hell are they going to do at Full Gear? Oh, my God. I will lose my freaking mind because we're going to be there. I, is it sold? Uh, like, I wonder if it's sold out yet. I don't think it is. I haven't looked. I have to it's look. Uh, WrestleTix does a good job of that. Uh, on Twitter, yeah, of keeping because that would that would definitely drive ticket sales back up. I think, yeah, that, either way, either way, either direction they want to go in is going to drive that ticket sale and it's going to drive the pay per view buy. So, um, I'm excited. I know everybody's excited because the elite are. I mean, they, they everyone was so hyped for when they won the trios belts. Right, that was like a an incredible moment for them, an incredible moment for Kenny. Like Kenny, you saw we saw how much it meant to Kenny. Kenny, Kenny was more happy crying. And excited for the trios belt than he did when he won the first world title. <laughs> like he was on the ground on his knees when he won those trios. They those meant the world to him. So I can't wait to see what they do with this. So we'll see what happens. But uh, we're gonna get right into dynamite because we're gonna cover both dynamite and uh, rampage this week. Oh. Real, real, real quick. Oh, real you have quick. your hand raised. Yes, Jackie, at the back yes. there. Yes. 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 Hi, I have a I have a real quick input um, because Nate brought this up. We don't have to like go super into it, but I think it merits saying there has been some movement from the House of Black. I don't mm. know if you saw this, but I did. I got sent some... by our girl Kimmy. So cool. She sent me the yes. video because she's so cool. Um, <laughs> so cool, Kimmy. But yes, they're um, both uh, like every member of the House of Black posted their own individual spin on it, but the premise is all the same. So there were some uh, video vignettes posted by Malachi, Buddy, Julia, and Brody King, all alluding to the House of Black. And if this is showing an imminent return for the House of Black, Oh my God! Yeah, that'll drive Give your it paper to me. sales too, or even if Give they surprise. Give it to right? me now, because obviously the last time that we saw the House of Black all together mm. was at All Out, and um, just please inject this into my veins because I love that faction so much, and you know there was so much speculation around them and if they would come back, where mm. they were going, if they were going to completely disband, where Malachi was going, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and just to see anything from them is a positive thing and um i hope that that is an indication that they are going to be returning right soon so do you think this was excuse me do you think this was planned because when the first full gear commercial came out weren't the house of black in the commercial but like you didn't see their faces they had like all masks on and i was like they're in the commercial, but what? they were in. Yeah, they were in the graphic and everything like that. And I think you had pointed that out where you were they like, have oh, edited them they out. were they could have edited them out or something like that." They kept that. them in yeah. there. I'm, I'm going like hmm, interesting, but regardless of that, hype as fuck. Hell yes, yeah! I won't even say the af. I will say the full word and drop the f bomb on here. Don't worry, it's not like tele- TBS television. I'm not gonna bleep it out or. You know what happens? I don't know if it happens in your feed. There's no bleeping on my feed. It's they do, they take a, a snippet of blank crowd noise and put it over top of it, <laughs> and it it doesn't sync with the level of the crowd noise that's happening at the current moment. So it just sounds right off. <laughs> it sounds so weird. It's it, yeah, they it's very weird. They they won't do a beep noise, but they'll like they'll do some kind of like weird fade out kind of thing, and it's just and they they never catch it a hundred percent on time. So yeah, it's just it's just strange. It's funny, but anyways, uh, dynamite this week again. Like I said, great episode. Um, 
They had a lot booked. They had, uh, I mean, the the hype matches on this this card was great. Like obviously with your boys FTR and Servant our Glory number one contenders match, uh, Riho and Jamie Hader was a another hype match. People really were excited about. Um, Penta and John Moxley in the main event for the AW World Championship, right? Another hype main event. They had Jericho and Garcia mm-hmm. teaming together against Claudio and Wheeler. Uh, and then Daniel Garcia taking on, or Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson taking on Sammy Guevara. And we were going to hear from M. Jeff, which we did. But uh, a really stacked episode of Dynamite. I thought it was really good. Again, like I said, flowed really well. Um, I think I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I'm just going to give my general thoughts about the whole show. And. Jackie, I'm going to let you pick something. I know where you're going to go. I know already know where you're going to pick first to talk about first. So, uh, again, tag match in the beginning was great. I thought it was really good match. I, I, I love seeing Claudio. I, I, we want to see more Claudio Castanoli matches, so I hope this is a, a trending thing, even if it's just him and Yuta, because I'm really hyped for Claudio, and he's such a fantastic performer. So I hope we see more Claudio in the future. Um we had Swerve and our, our, your boys, Swerve and our Glory and FTR. Again, I'll wait, I won't go diving into this because I'm going to let you do that. Um, interesting decision. That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll move on from that. Oh, uh, Brian Danielson and Sammy Guevara, one-on-one. This actually was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it's a shame because I mentioned it while I was watching with uh, Jackie, Phil, and Ant um, that, you know, maybe if Sammy Guevara, like the crowd wasn't really into this match. And I feel like that's because of the reputation Guevara has. I feel like if the reputation was a lot better with Guevara because of what's happened over the last couple of months, I think the crowd would have been a little bit more hyped for this because I felt like they were dead in a few, a few times. And this match was fire. It was so good. And I love the decision they went. BCC was 2-0 in the night, so it was great. Um, Hater and Riho had a really great women's match. A lot of eluded time. I'm, uh, this is great. I it looks like this this is an actual change we're seeing ever since Soraya came here, right? It looks like for sure that they're going uh with this this full I know it was at 920. Yeah, I know, I understand. I don't think there's <laughs> guys again, I we can sit here and complain about the 920 time slot every week, but there's gotta be some sort of metric that they're following for them to do that. Right? It's gotta be like when the like the women demographic is tuning in the most is at that point, so they put the women's match at that point. Or there's some sort of demographic that's that's always tuning in at that time slot that they're going to get a good view, amount of views. You know what I mean? Because every time, I still, they, have, especially, I still have questions, especially with Reed. I know I do too. I really want to be the fly in the room, the fly in the wall that understands why that time slot. But anyways, Riho draws in a lot of people too for whatever reason. I, she's great. Don't get me wrong. She just has a really like a cult following. So that was good to have. But they had an amazing match. Really great women's match. And then they had the Tony Storm stuff after as well. Um, Moxley and Penta had the main event. Great match. These two <laughs> absolutely killed each other <laughs> in this match. Um, and then we got what we got after. We got uh, you know what? I was kind. I was kind of impressed that they gave. I was waiting for something to happen. Like maybe like everyone, just like everyone, they're like, okay, the elite's coming back at the end here to save Moxley, right? Um, or save MJF something because they beat the shit out of MJF after they gave the firm. The last thing you've seen on Dynamite TV in the main event, which is great, because if you if you if you're not doing anything with the firm, what was the whole point of this MJF thing, right? The, the whole thing from the pay per view till now, what was the point of even doing mm-hmm. the firm together if you're not actually going to do something with them? I'm glad they're doing something with them. They're they're furthering it along. They're appearing on both shows. Lee Moriarty, Lee Moriarty and uh, always want to call him by his WWE name, but I forget the the so- manager Stokely. name Stokely. Uh, had a really cool segment on Rampage this week, and you know they're kind of furthering the firm stuff with Ethan Page there too, saying he's going to be in the World Title Eliminator Tournament. I'm glad they're doing more stuff with the firm. You know what I mean? Big, big nod yeah. to the firm this week. They got the last thing. They beat the shit out of MGF, which we haven't. I don't think we've ever seen. This is the first time we've ever seen MGF get the shit kicked out of him by a group of people. That's never been done. It's a so, good point. It's it was. I thought it was a great nod, and you know what? Great episode of Dynamite. But Jackie. I know what thing you're going to pick, so let's just talk about it right now. We got to talk about your boys in the background there, FTR, and the interesting decision they made of swerving our glory going over again. What do you think about this match? Oh, my goodness. Like, I want to preface this by saying that match was a freaking banger. Like, as not that I would have assumed anything different because not just because of, you know, hello, huge FTR mark here. Um, but Swerve in our glory, um, 
for being a tag team of two singles guys that were, you know, put together as a tag team, they just have such a phenomenal chemistry together. The way that they work in the ring, just amazing. Um, so the match itself was great. Edge of like I'm on the edge of my seat the entire time. I I loved it. Um, let me just pull up some notes here because I know I'm gonna have some specific things that I, I want to call out. <laughs> it was a great match. I will yeah, say no, that like too. it 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 was yeah. great. Um, even just like the way that they start off, like they start off the match with um with Cash Wheeler and Swerve. And I love that they do that because it's like a very interesting contrast in styles. And that's like to me, like that's like the interesting shit there. Um, they hit a freaking big rig on Keith Lee. They hit a big rig on Keith Lee. Keith Lee is a massive freaking guy. But Keith Lee, for being a, as big of a guy as he is, I'm always like blown away by how like how he moves. Just like the agility of a guy that that's that that's that size. I've never stopped being impressed by him. Again, overall, I cannot say enough stuff about just like. The length of the match, like it's like for being a TV match, it could have been a pay-per-view match as far as I was concerned. But <laughs> going into it, I had my my fears and concerns that I kind of knew how it was going to go. And I had a very strong feeling that FTR was not going to come away with the win. I just did not want those fears and concerns confirmed. <laughs> and having uh, and having the gun club at ringside in their stupid ass cosplay. Oh my god. <laughs> With the skull um, caps and everything. Like and, they... and the freaking the wig and the cardboard titles. And they've been doing that, you know, a lot lately. But just having them there just further cemented. I was like, there's gonna be some shenanigans going on. And so Swerve has been going down the path of being very much like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to to win. And if that means I got to freaking cheat, I got to do like, you know, whatever. I got to do what I got to do. And he did what he had to do. So he went for the low blow uh, and uh, he went below the belt. Cash was on the outside of the ring. The gun club was holding him back. He couldn't go in for the break on the pin. And Swerve in our glory gets the win. Now... Yeah. I understand the formula of Swerve and Our Glory going for the rubber match. They're going to have an amazing match. The Acclaimed and Swerve and Our Glory, they've had great matches. Their chemistry is also great. That's going to be a fantastic match for Full Gear. I get it. But you had FTR as the number one contender since April. And you did nothing. And now this is how you had them lose a the number one contendership to now presumably go into a program with the gun club. Yeah. I want to trust it and I want to understand it. And I want to know that there is, there's a bigger picture situation going here. And I don't know what it was. As soon as I found out that FTR was going to Japan um, for a new Japan show on November the 5th, I was like, they're not going to full gear for the tag team championships. Something just told me that they weren't doing both. Mm. Um, that's just me being, that's me overthinking things. But yeah, I'm like, so this just not happening. Well, Ant's in the chat. Uh, I don't think the rankings are a thing anymore. I didn't see them this week. And as far as I read online, people are saying that uh, they're gone. Like they're not doing the rankings anymore. Good. Yeah. Then, good. <laughs> good. You know, because, good. 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 <laughs> you know what? They should have gotten gotten rid of them a, a long ass time ago because this situation in particular goes to show they don't work in wrestling. It's just it needs to be storyline driven. The rankings just don't. They if you're not going to really fine tune it. And if you're not going to really pay attention to how you're booking things, shit like this will happen. And you're going to get, you're going to piss people, people, people. It, for audio listeners, I'm pointing to myself off. Yeah. <laughs> people on audio are like, is she having a stroke? Why is she saying people so much? <laughs> I, you know, um, because you're going to have some, you know, a tag team on top for, for months that are not getting title shots. Um, I'm sure 
that there is a logic and and there's a direction that they're going to go in with this but and and i want to give a shout out to my friend floyd who also does a podcast who's ultra yeah, all things FTR elite shout out to them man all things just you floyd always um, nice guy he's he's a great guy and he's super positive and his take on this super positive and he's just like well you know they've been on tv every week and this is great and and they're probably going to do something really cool with this and i'm over here like i swear to god like tk you piece of shit (laughs) you know put the freaking belts on him now (laughs) i'm gonna take the floyd approach and i'm gonna say i'm gonna wait and see where they go but if y'all need to know was i angry and did i want to flip everything off this desk yes i literally right before the match i said it to i think phil i don't know if Ant was gone by then but i said in the chat i was like guys either jack is going to be really really mad or she's gonna be really really happy there's no in between (laughs) we're either gonna get one or two at the end of this match i don't know but but kyle can tell you the first things out of my mouth and i'm sorry my parents listen to the show and everything i love them for supporting uh but you're gonna hear my mouth the first thing out of my mouth when when kyle went off of deafen on discord was (laughs) i was trying i I didn't have a bleep button i had a ding button i was trying to time that right (laughs) i was so i gotta get the bleep sound effect (laughs) i was so mad uh but But, uh, you know what what can he do? Yeah. You mean, I mean, it's great inter- match regardless. Yeah. Interesting match decision, regardless. right? Um, do you think, now I'm just throwing this out there. I got I to gotta throw opinions out there and things out there for you guys to talk about in the chat and for us to talk about. Do you yes. think the reason why they didn't have FTR move on here is because the acclaimed have gotten over so much in the last couple, last month or two that it might have derailed some of their their popularity because FTR is just so popular and they went with the swerve in our glory because right now the crowd absolutely hates both of them and are like booing the absolute crap out of both. Like, especially when swerve comes out, everyone's like, who's house. But as soon as he walks out, they're like, boo. (laughs) I, I honestly think that if they would have gone in the direction of putting FTR versus the acclaimed, and they would have put FTR over the acclaimed. It would not have gone over in the way that it would have if FTR would have gone over Swerve in Our Glory. If they would have like taken the titles off of them. Mm-hmm. Because acclaimed is just so over right yeah. now. So they they missed the boat, I think. And I'm so happy for the acclaimed. They're incredibly over. They're homegrown great. They're as homegrown when it comes talent. to homegrown because yeah. they were... Th- thrown together on their first day in the company. They weren't even coming into the company as a tag team. Yeah, Tony so Khan's just like, like, you know what? You two should be a tag team. Yeah. Looking like up both of them. If they were both walking into them. the company, if you see them in their first match, I would have been like, why did you put them together? <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Right? It worked. It worked. So, yeah, it, it doesn't have the same appeal as it does now. So they, they kind of have to do it this way. Mm. But... I don't, I don't have to like it, but... Yeah. Hey, they did a hell of a job quickly transitioning into the building that feud because what they did on Rampage was, I thought it was fantastic television. One, you claim, if you go back, guys, go back and listen. If you didn't watch Rampage this week and you just saw the highlights and stuff like I did, <laughs> I didn't watch it last night. I was busy. Um, I caught the highlights. <laughs> but in the highlights... Sure enough, I heard the acclaims pop last night, and oh my god, did they get a pop on Rampage? And this is Rampage. I know it was live last night, and it was like it wasn't taped after Wednesday, but they got a massive reaction last night in Connecticut of all places. Uh, I think that's where they were last night, right? They were in Connecticut. Yes, they were um, in the yeah the Mohegan Sun Arena. Um, but man, what they did was, was so cool. They had Keith Lee have just squash. <laughs> Purse or Pentago. They just needed a spot filler because that wasn't the reason why this whole thing happened. He literally got powerbombed. That was it. Um, and then the acclaim come out and they're like, sorry, sorry, we're not rapping. Sorry, Connecticut, we're not rapping today. They're looking for daddy S because they, they said they saw him earlier and then he disappeared. And they're like, we don't see sneaky snur- swerve out here. So we think he has something to do with it. Keith was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know where he is. And then all of a sudden, we get. This is why people say, if people are wondering why people all go all over Twitter 
and say how much I an mean, incredible talent Swerve is and how much and how big it was for him to sign with AEW, just watch this, what he did here. He, we saw a different side to Swerve. We it saw, was like a horror film. Yeah, a dark, <laughs> creepier version of Swerve with the ending, with the pliers, and I'm going like, what the hell is it? But it's so cool. <laughs> oh, it was so well done. I popped. I'm like, this is great. They did a fantastic job making you forget that FTR just lost to these guys and that they're the number one contenders and they're well, going to maybe for, not for FTR go 469262 over here, <laughs> but for the rest of us <laughs> who don't have Dax and Cash in their background, did a great job for us to move on from that and be like, okay, I'm invested. I can't wait where they go from here. Did daddy ass lose a finger? Can he not scissor anymore? Is that where they're going with this? Next week he's going to have it all wrapped up and he can't scissor anymore. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I like no, this. Uh, it, it was a very interesting because yeah. I, I did watch live last night and I was just like, where are they? What are they doing here? And I'm like, this is a very interesting turn yeah. for AEW because I feel like they don't do this kind of stuff too often where it is like very, I don't know, like sports entertainery. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was uh it was an interesting segment and good on Swerve for really playing that up because so I was good. like he he like he pulled out pliers, my dude. I'm like, what is he doing? Then I was like, Oh, he's going for his scissoring hand. Okay. It was great. This was so well done. I was very impressed. I'm hyped for this. And uh you know what? It's just gonna it's just gonna build more towards mm-hmm. Swerve to Glory ain't gonna win the belts back. I, I can't see that. Unless I don't know, to be honest right now. You know what? I'm not going to give my early prediction yet. I'm going to wait. I want to see how the rest of this build goes. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Um, I know MGF had a segment too. It kind of skipped over that. Um, another fantastic promo by MGF. She, he was out there with Renee. And uh, man, and MGF, I, he, every week he's just been adding zeros. Well, can we bring this up here? Because Phil, in our chat this week, our text chat, was like, damn, Kyle was right because of the current <laughs> rumors. I said months ago on this podcast, months ago. And anyone, that, anyone that's been listening to us for a while, if, if they remember, they'll remember. If not, I said it months ago on the show. I said it months ago in our text chat constantly that I'm like, you know what? MJF, I guarantee you, is signed. I guarantee you they signed an extension. He's and they're just playing this up 2024 thing just to create mm-hmm. hype. Sure enough, what news comes out this week that he potentially is signed to an extension already and this 2024 is just part of storyline. So I keep saying, and I well, what I want to say there is he keeps adding zeros to the end of his contract in 2024 meanwhile this man's probably already has zeros at the end of his contract right now and he signed for a good long term eight to ten years whatever it is because if he's not and that was just that's rumor and it's not actually true and there is a 2024 bidding war he is adding more zeros to the end of his dotted line because he is cutting promo after promo after promo every week and is looking like he's primed and ready for that world title so it's it's going to be interesting. And then we got what we got at the end of Dynamite this week, right? It, it was just, this was a great, great episode for MJF and Moxie. This build towards the world title match, right? This is your main event of full gear. It's Mox versus MJF. And man, that crowd is going to be so MJF heavy. I know we're not in Long Island, but man, are we close enough that that crowd is going to be heavy MJF. Poor yeah, Moxley. And- <laughs> And it's it's crazy to think that it's like this is not the first time that we're getting this match. You know, we had Mox and um and MJF. I believe it was all out 2020 was the first time that we got this championship match. And it was such a different dynamic back then. And MJF was such a different character back then. Mox you know, Mox is Mox. He's always gonna be insanely over with the crowd. Um but now people are starting to ride that line of like being very pro MJF because he's just winning people over left and right because he is really just that talented on the microphone and just like the 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 way that he imitated Mox in front of Mox's wife. And shout out to Renee for like 
selling that with her oh, yeah. expressions and everything like that. She's just like watching him. Like, are you freaking? She's serious? proving too that she's like, been in a like a bang on signing. Like that was a yeah. great move by AW to get her as an on screen personality. That yeah, was she, she her fantastic. Her fingerprints are all over every episode. She's like her being added to the being like a backstage correspondent, and you know her doing a lot of these um in-ring promo like you know interviews and stuff like that she adds a, a great dynamic to a lot of those segments so shout out to her for that but like mjf like you know stomping around he's like i'm gonna like eat your bones and i'm gonna drink oh your yeah blood, and i'm gonna do this i'm, I'm john moxley <laughs> like you know he's like he's such a dick like you know what i mean uh. but it's just like it's so immature and childish but it is very comical in a way so it's just different levels to the personality now that he's allowing himself to grow within the character, whereas it was very one note in the beginning. So it's going to be really interesting to be in the crowd and see and hear the way that they're reacting to him and the way that I feel it is going to be very split for full gear. Right. And I see you guys in the chat with your theories. Bang on. I like, I like, cause we know M or, uh, I'm Jeff. AW is all about full circle moments. They're all about long-term storytelling. So I can a hundred percent, hundred percent see a lot of these things happening. I do want to say you're amazing though. At this rate, M Jeff is going to get a Patrick Mahomes, $450 million contract. I'm like, Hey, if Tony Khan needs to talk to Papa Khan to terminate one of those NFL players in the Jacksonville Jaguars and making a lot of money to allocate that to MJF, Oh my I God. do so. <laughs> Sorry, can't play for the Jags anymore. <laughs> got to give this money to Maxwell. You gotta give Deserves that money it. To Jeff, <laughs> he's he's making more money than you. He's generating more than you are right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anything else we want to talk about Dynamite Jack before we move on to Rampage? Um, I I will say that match between Danielson and Sammy Guevara was probably a match of the night contender you could have taken that match off of dynamite and put that on a pay-per-view also and it was great yeah um like you said the match had some points where you're you were saying like you felt that the way that the crowd views sammy guevara might impact the way that they react to the match i think the crowd got really into it probably right. around the midway point Sammy Guevara, like, regardless of how you feel about him as a person, because I'm not really hyped on Sammy Guevara just in general, but what he's able to do in that ring is just, like, it's unbelievable. Mm. Just a very talented freaking guy. But Danielson fought in that match like he had something to prove because he was coming off of that two-loss streak. And Danielson arguably the top guy in that company when it comes to wrestling top, like top notch caliber wrestler. And I think that for it being like stuck, like kind of dead in the middle of the card. Yeah. It was like the show stealing match. It was yeah. freaking phenomenal. And so I have like, I have to mention that Riho and Jamie hater was also a freaking phenomenal match. I want to shout out to, to those ladies, Jamie hater. Oh my God. <laughs> Star quality written all over her the Absolute crowd is badass, just man. the the crowd is getting behind her so strongly that it's just like i can't wait till she is able to break away as a star on her own oh, yeah. um she got the tools no not she does no knock to Britt baker but she needs to like be on her own she's like not that i don't love my heels but yeah. she's when she goes baby face holy shit like yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be it's it. coming and when they yeah. when they do that first show overseas in the UK. Could you imagine like how that crowd is oh, gonna freaking lose their shit for pop. her? But um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, just overall the opening match. You know, I love my boy uh, Wheeler Yuta. The he was that, over. That, like, he they that yeah. crowd freaking loves him. My God, they love him. It and was like a hometown crowd for him. So. Yeah. <laughs> And considering everybody that's in that match, all those high-profile names, the fact that they are still, like, hardcore chanting for Wheeler Yuta, you'd love mm. to see it. So, overall, I just want to say it was a banger episode of Dynamite, yeah. and now we can move on into AEW Rampage. Yeah. I will say, lastly, and I was getting to it. I was letting Jackie talk first. Maybe if you have patience, like we say every week for fans to have is patience. <laughs> I was going to get to it. Yes, Soraya had 
a backstage segment with Britt Baker, which further along their storyline, um, it was great, man. Paige drops the listen here, you bitch line. I'm like, oh, we're getting we're getting spicy like right off the right off the bat. And man, I can't wait. I, I I'd imagine that's gonna be announced either next week or maybe the go home show. That Brit and and uh Soraya are gonna be one on one at the pay per view. We'll see. I'm fingers crossed. I really hope so. Again, we we don't really know. I know they're keeping it a hush hush yeah. secret. She's gotten physical at times. We don't know if she's ring okay. I would assume she is. I know with the dirt sheets and everything, yada yada yada. Again, dirt sheets can say what they want. Insiders can say what they want. We don't know until it actually happens. So we'll have to wait until to see what, if it actually happens. I don't so, know. Sis, sis threw a spear. I know. She did. Know I'm just, does, so. We, we got to pump the brakes a little bit. Let's just, you know, we can sit here and pray. And I'm praying. Massive <laughs> Soraya fan here. I'm, I I want to see her in the ring again. But again, it goes back to what she even said in her first promo. You know, she's, she, she's, uh, she's damaged, but she's not broken. Right? At the end of the day. So... I can't wait. We'll see. Um, yes, AW Rampage. Good. You know what? From the highlights I seen, it was a good episode. Um, hang on a sec. I had it here, and now it disappeared on me. Uh, but they did open up with, uh, it was uh, Moxley and uh, our boy Matt Menard. Daddy Magic. Entertainer. Baby. Sports entertainer. It was a World Championship Eliminator match. Didn't think Matt Menard was going to be beating John Moxley. I'm like, oh, poor man. Anyways, it's still a fun match. Um, I don't know. It is what it was. Moxley just, you know, it was a predictable win, right? You're not getting Matt Menard getting a title shot against John Moxley. The, the story is not Moxley against mm-hmm. the JAS right now. So, like, it wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Keith Lee first. This is, We talked about this already, though. Keith Lee had his uh, Serpentico match, which led into what we got with... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Isaiah, I don't know what we can call him now. Freddy Krueger, Swerve Scott. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> what do you call him, Isaiah? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, Madison Rain faced Ty Mello. It was actually a pretty good women's match. I actually uh, went and watched the full version because I was curious because the highlights were really good. So I went back and watched the full match. Uh, we need more Tay matches. I know we've said a lot, and I know our, my boy Phil is going to agree with me. We need more Tay Mello, Mello matches. Regardless if she's in the JS right now, give us some more matches with her because she is so good in the ring. And I'll give props to Madison mm-hmm. Rain too. She kept up with Tay a lot. But uh, I thought it was a really good match. And then Tay won with the Tay T- KO. Um, we had uh, Warlow against Matt Taven for the TNT Championship. <laughs> Matt Taven getting a title shot in his very first match in AEW, which is mind-boggling. But uh, is what it is this further the storyline about what happened after kingdom are not involved with Wardlow. We just had Wardlow beat Matt Taven powerbomb a bunch of times, welcoming me into AEW. And then after the match, uh, Wardlow got beaten up by, uh, the fur or not the firm, uh, or the embassy. by the kingdom. And then Joe made the save Wait, all the way like, and then okay, powerhouse Hobbs came out. And then the embassy came out after that. The embassy, yes. And I'm like, so is Hobbs with the embassy? Is he not with the embassy? What's going on here? Anyways, that's how we ended off Rampage. Typical Rampage ending, if you can take it as you wish. But that's what I thought of that ending. I'm like, oof, this is a Rampage ending. <laughs> but. Oh. Oh, so, what? So there was something, like, interesting that I thought. Because, like, you yeah. kind of called it out with the. Uh, with Matt Taven getting a a title shot in his first night in and stuff like that. But they kind of, they did an interesting job explaining that in. So there's a bit of continuity happening here because Matt Taven's first night in ring of honor, he won their TV title. That's right. That's right. He didn't mention that. Yeah. So he mentions that and I'm like, okay, like his first night in on, you know, AEW television, he could win their TV title. And shout out to AEW for having them, having Wardlow defend his TNT title. On, on TNT. TNT. But, t- but, but so, Jade had a promo on TNT. She's yeah, sitting she there a- freaking doing some chin-ups. <laughs> oh, Nyla Rose, I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm going to get you. Get my title back. I'm undefeated. <laughs> It's like, why? 
I, listen, I was waiting I, for Nyla Rose to come behind her with like a chair and just just baseball swing and hit her. And my headphones just came unplugged. So give me a sec here while you talk. <laughs> I ain't never mad at seeing Jade Cargill on my TV screen. Whether it is Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, give me more Jade Cargill any any freaking day. Just so have I'm, Nyla I'm, come behind her and Kendo stick her from behind and fall down from doing. That would have been hilarious. It would have popped the hell out of me. And that would have been fantastic. Dave should have done that. They missed the boat on that. I'm, I don't even care if you agree with me or don't agree with me. Everyone in the chat, people listening, Nyla Rose should have came behind her and smacked her across the back with something. And made her fall down. That should have happened. It's so funny because Car- Carrie Headbooker, which by the way, thank you, Carrie, for making this amazing T-shirt mm-hmm. for for me. That I I'm came out beautiful, beautifully. Custom shirt. What one of four in existence? <laughs> one uh, of four. You know, one of four. Which one did you get? Did you get the first one? <laughs> you know, like on like well, a, a sports card, it says like one out of oh, or like yeah, number well, out of. Did you get the number one? <laughs> I have no idea, but there's. <laughs> There's the the other three belong to three really freaking cool people. So, uh, but Carrie in the chat says, "LOL, only the American audience care about the channel TBS and TNT. As long as they're on TV, that's all that matters." Which is interesting because for them, they're watching internationally. They're watching on uh, fight. Yeah. So to them, and they're under the same network too. What network? Like, TNT and TBS are the same network, right? They're both Turner. It's just it's 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 weird, you know what I mean? Like they call the belts name after the networks, but they don't appear on the networks that they're the shows are showing. That the show, yeah. Yeah. It's like but, calling uh, the USA it's like WWE making a USA network belt, but it's on Friday night SmackDown on Fox. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean like it's a I thought it was a pretty, you know, good introduction for anybody who's not familiar with um Taven or the Kingdom to like, you know, have the introduction with him versus Wardlow getting the you know the title shot I don't want to say out of the way but like you know having that be be his intro match I thought the match was pretty good um but the the ending part of it like having Hobbs come out and I'm like okay Hobbs versus Wardlow ooh like you know big yeah. beauty men slapping me here we go and then <laughs> and then the embassy comes out and I'm like Okay, are we doing Hobbs with the embassy? You know the like, sound of a deflating balloon. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what to make of this. I don't. Yeah, I, I I don't know what what to make of it. Again, it's one of those things where we want to be patient and Ring of Honor TV the, can't the, come soon doing. enough. Yeah, I I'm like it's. It, this is going to start getting very convoluted again. And, you know, even even the aspect of it, the Warjo aspect. What 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 are we doing here? <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts when they mention now. Now, when I hear Warjo, it makes me cringe. No, I know you're not a fan, a fan of that. But I know that we've talked about the potential like, you know, like, OK, like, do we get um Wardlow versus Samoa Joe at some point like do we see that face off I like I am down for Wardlow to fight powerhouse Hobbs like good give me that I I would have been fine with just that but like why do we continue to interject this faction storyline like I don't I don't know it just that just part make of Rampage about- Ring of Honor already Tony Khan <laughs> <laughs> it it uh, I don't know. I'm joking. But anyways, it, you know, but um overall like and I just want to like jump back real quick to the to the women's match. Like I'm very happy to see Ty Mello back on you know the singles like the singles competition. We've talked about that numerous times like her being with the JAS and her not wrestling for so long was a concern of ours because she's just she's very talented, very great wrestler. Um, and this came, this match stemmed off of the, the tag match that she yeah. had with Sky Blue and Anna Jay. I'm glad she picked up the win because I was concerned that because her and Anna Jay picked up the win in the tag match that she wouldn't. They were like, oh, Madison Rain is going to pick up the win here. But they let her mm. pick up the victory. She's just too talented to let her fall by the, the wayside. And shout out to Phil, who isn't with us today, but I wish he was. 
because that's his girl. And I know that it means a lot to him also to see her out there and competing. But I would love to see her get out there with more aggressive opponents and stuff like that and kind of get back into the swing of things because yeah, I just think she's so damn good. And, and people may have forgotten that because of the run that she was on previous to her going on that heel turn. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of miss baby face Ty Mello. <laughs> if I'm being honest, because she too. was, al- yeah, she was allowed to like really be that great competitor. Like, and nobody questioned how good she was um, because none of that other stuff was playing on, yeah. on into the yeah. background. You're right. Yep. Um, but man, I just like I, I kind of miss those days, but but good for her. It was good to see her um, get back into some singles competition. It's also good to see Maria Canales here because she was set to come to AEW a while ago, and there was reports that she really wanted uh, a say in the women's division and help make it better and and help out with that. Yeah. So I don't know if that was part of the deal with the kingdom coming over that she also gets now to help at the same time. I really do hope so. Um, but it was really cool to see that, you know, that they made all three of them all elite and especially for Maria, if she does have a hand in a division, helping it out and trying to make it better. Sweet. All the power to that because I really want that to happen. So uh, good on all three of them mm-hmm. for being all elite. I think they're going to do some great things. It looks like for sure. A Adam Cole reunion is probably in the works. Would love to see that. Um, but yeah, Rampage was Rampage. Decent episode this week. And uh decent episode of just both AW shows this week. Good. Good week this week. Again, we're on the bill to full gear happening November 19th, Saturday. Thank God it's Saturday pay-per-view. Love they should them. All be Saturday yeah. pay-per-view. Get them away from the long weekends. My God. All of them. Um, but yeah, and then like the I forgot to mention to you, like the Warner discovery thing it looks like they're going ahead with making eight like making aw a big sports part of their program going forward now after this merger so that's good news that they've impressed uh aw's impressed that much so big things coming for aw in the future guys big things um yeah that's gonna wrap it up for today's show i know it's a little bit you know we're an hour and six minutes normal time show talked about both shows this week really don't get to normally talk about that we normally just kind of preview rampage because we're either on a thursday or friday um but yeah again we're going to be at full gear guys in a couple weeks if you're going to be there you see us don't be shy come say hi come say hi one of the three thousand people that come say hi to jackie (laughs) because she's an influencer (laughs) i'm not an influencer I just I'm I'm hard to miss. My hair is very bright. I'm yeah, like you stand out, even though you're like five foot two. <laughs> Don't start ragging <laughs> on my height, all right? <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you all for joining us on a very special Saturday morning episode of this show. Um, thank you to anyone tuning in live. Thank you to everyone that are watching back on YouTube. If you're watching back on YouTube, do us a big favor. It's free to do. All you have to do is right down there, just click that like button. Hit the bell notification. That's free to let you know when we're going live and episodes are posted. And hit subscribe. That's also a free button. Let's us get to 1,000 subscribers. That eventually will let us monetize the channel, which is great for us as well. It supports the channel. So do us a favor and do that. Even if you don't rewatch it, head on over and hit the like button anyways. Or if you're watching live on YouTube right now, make sure you're smashing it right now. Just right there. Hit the like button. Smash it for us. Helps us in the algorithm side of things as well. Um... And if you're an audio listener, we still love you guys. Thank you guys for downloading the episode and listening each and every single week here with the Elite POV family. Um, And thank you for being patient, especially to all our Patreon members as we continue to um, try to get content out there. And I will say this, I've had an eluded free time been added into my schedule. A big chunk has become available now due to uh, my actually me and Ant uh, stopping the eFed stuff. Um, so we do have some more time on our hands, which it was unfortunate. I don't want to get into it. It's unfortunate, but uh, and I do have some time. So for sure, we'll be brainstorming some stuff to add to the channel and to, yes. to get you to our Patreon members. So if you're supporting the channel, thank you. If you guys want to support the show, patreon.com slash elite POV is where you guys can go and support us on there. Little as $1 a month supports the show and you guys get some great 
extras down there as well. Check out our merch. Well, maybe our merch store, leapovmerch.com. I always mean to go and make sure the link's working again, but it's not. But go to our link tree. You guys can get to our uh, Elite POV merch uh, website, which is uh, in our Twitter handle. So twitter.com slash elite POV. You can follow us on there. Again, youtube.com slash elite POV and twitch.tv slash elite POVs where you can follow us on all our platforms. You're going to follow us on Instagram as well. I think it's uh, instagram.com slash or look up elite POV, elite POV clips on TikTok, even though we don't TikTok, which is, I don't know why we even have a TikTok because we don't TikTok. Phil should just be the one to control the TikTok because my man TikToks more than any of us. He, he TikToks enough for all of us combined. He's good at it, actually. Yeah. I, I'm only good at like spending hours yeah. wasting time looking on at that feed. Yeah, that's me too. <laughs> but uh, you can follow myself at real, at real. Oh my god, it's my old one. At all elite Kyle, Jackie. Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at love you make twenty four, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jacks the Draw POV. And also, I just want to add as a side note, uh, coming up very soon on oh, 11-11. That's right. We're going to be heading into our one-year anniversary oh, on. of our uh, of our full team yes. when we all came together. Uh, so we're brainstorming of something special to do. So we might have some fun stuff planned for y'all for our 11-11 episode of the stream. But also want to so stay tuned. <laughs> I had this on screen. I forgot to mention it, but I mentioned it now. Charity stream, guys. Help Nate's or help Nate's brother. Help Jackie's brother Nate and his surgery fund. All proceeds go towards Nate's surgery fund. They're doing a full month of charity streams, fundraiser streams, weekends in November. Twitch.tv slash hemput is running that. Lots of prizes and giveaways. Hemput and friends, check it out and support. Jackie's brother Nate and his surgery fund. They'll be playing games like Fortnite, Drossosaurus, and Jackbox games on there. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for tuning into the show each and every single week for Kyle, for Jackie, and myself here in Elite POV. I'm, oh, I want to do the I want to do the coffee cup line because this is yes. technically a Saturday morning podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Elite POV. And remember, you don't need a coffee cup to have a coffee. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. <laughs>